The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Precious Predicaments with Jeanette Abney. Our program is about turning the negative challenges in your life into positive experiences. If you feel that life's issues are bogging you down and there is no hope in sight, you've arrived where you need to be. We'll discuss the challenges and offer solutions that you can start working on immediately. Now, here is your host, Jeanette Abney. Hi, this is Jeanette Abney. Welcome today to Voice America with Jeanette Abney with Precious Predicaments. And today's episode, we're going to talk today about developing healthy relationships. And we're also going to be allowing callers to call in today that may be having some difficulties with their relationships, whether it be with themselves or others. So we're going to start today by talking about the relationships either with ourselves parents, children, neighbors, co-workers, partners, or finding out how we can improve those relationships. Because as we know, we all need a tune-up sometimes. So today's show, I would like to examine our attitudes, beliefs, and perceptions regarding our relationships with others and to determine if it's healthy or unhealthy and how can we improve ourselves or because we know we can't change others. But let's discuss solutions as we explore what is working and what is not working as we strive towards improving our communication skills, learn conflict resolution skills. So we're going to do that today with Jeanette Abney here at Precious Predicaments. So let's talk about relationships. And when we talk about relationships, many of us have different perceptions, attitudes, beliefs on what relationships should be. And as we all know, relationships give us meaning, to our lives where individuals can basically look at another one for either inspiration, support, and help. But sometimes we may get placed in situations with relationships with individuals and we don't know whether it's healthy, not healthy. Sometimes we don't know what to do, what not to do. And those are some of the things that I would like to explore today. Now, nonetheless, even though we realize how important relationships are, maintaining those relationships sometimes may not be easy, especially in the current world where everything is running chaotic and people have their life, you have your lives, and we're trying to find out how can we all, like they say, just get on home. But nonetheless, as we realize the importance we want to learn and I want to teach you guys how to take steps to ensure that we all learn how to respect each other and how to gain some skills to basically interact with one another. So I want to talk about some things in regards to when we talk about developing a healthy relationship. How do we develop something that many of us believe that we already have? So how do we get there? We want to first talk about 
if I'm in a relationship with someone, I need to first find out what type of relationship is it? Is it a friendship? Is it a dating relationship? Is it a co-worker's relationship? Are we neighbors? What, what type of relationship do we have? We have to learn some things and some skills in regards to first, if within this relationship, how do we learn to communicate with one another? Because that's where a lot of times things start with communication. It's funny how I remember being a, going to school, even in elementary school. In order to start a relationship, when you walk in a classroom, you try to sit next to the person you feel most comfortable with. And then you start trying to engage in a conversation with that person. So that's where many of us learn how to start friendships, how to develop a relationship, how to get to know someone is by talking to that person. Now, as we learn to talk, we learn things about that person. We learn the person learns things about us. So communication is very important. Another thing we have to look at when we're talking about developing healthy relationships is learn to listen to one another. We have to listen to what other people have to say. Sometimes we may not want to hear it. Sometimes they may tell us things that, you know, we just don't want to hear. So as we listen, we learn things because we learn that conveying our own ideas is important, but understanding and appreciating other people's perspective can also be just as important. And it's also a way of other people learning and getting to know us and realizing that, you know what, maybe I do want to be that that person's friend, or maybe I do want to engage in a relationship with that person. Another thing we have to do is be honest and truthful. It is very essential that you exercise these two important tools in order to develop a long-lasting friendship and relationship with loved ones. Because building trust will automatically avoid heated confrontations and will limit any feelings and hatred and jealousy that people have towards one another. And then we have to appreciate output. Once we get into a relationship with someone, we learn to appreciate them. We learn to value them for who they are and what they bring into our lives. And that is support. Because developing healthy relationships requires constant support. You need that support in order to feed into that relationship. So we wanna make sure that we're present with our partners, our friends, family members, and that your needs are important and so are theirs. So we also wanna support their endeavors. We wanna also give honest advice and make them feel comfortable with our dreams, our secrets, and anything that we want to share with them. Now, we're going to allow the callers today to call in so they can pretty much share some of their predicaments or situations that they're in with relationships. And and maybe I could probably give some input or some insight into how we can improve your relationship skills. Is this a toxic relationship? Is this a healthy relationship? What's working with for you and what's not working? And what can we do to resolve some conflicts? So as you call in, please feel free to express your feelings because one of the things with a, any type of relationship is our expectations. What do we expect 
expect from this person? What do the person expect from us? Because that's how we learn how to develop those types of relationships. Because it's very important to keep track of our expectations. Because it is common that in relationships, especially with loved ones, sometimes it can turn worse at some point. And the one thing we do not want to do is we don't want to make hasty decisions that we'll later regret for the rest of our lives. And we want to make sure that we give everyone the opportunity to either pursue their goals, share their dreams, rather than asking them to leave, you know, everything behind for the sake of trying to engage in your relationship and what you want to do. So we want to give individuals the pretty much give and take because that is a very important part when we talk about expectations, because that helps us to realize whether this relationship is either worth entertaining or whether we need to let it go. So when we talk about that and when we talk about the certain types of how do I develop it, now we want to know how do I maintain it? What are some important tips? What are some of the things that we can do? What are some of the things that we can share? Because a lot of times we'll start something and then we don't know how to finish it. So then as we learn how to to pretty much figure out what we're going to do in regards to dealing with these tips and these relationships, there's certain things we have to learn. One is compromise. Compromise with someone or learning to compromise with someone can be a very difficult challenge because a lot of times we say that's not fair. But one thing that we learn is fair is not always equal. So do this person always get to have their way? Can I get to do some of the things that I want to do sometimes? Why do we have to compromise? Why is it so important to learn how to compromise? But compromising is a skill. And it's a skill that many of us need to learn. Again, another tip, we talked about communicating. Many people communicate differently. And we have different styles of communicating. Some individuals can be very assertive, which is what we should be. Some individuals are very passive. Some individuals can be what they call, my grandmother used to say, nice, nasty, which is passive aggressive as we communicate, which we learn that when we communicate and we're being nice, nasty, that really don't help because that kind of confuse individuals when we're talking about relationships. Patience. What is patience? One of the things we've learned and we basically we learn as we basically mature is without patience, relationships can fail easily. Sometimes it's human nature to jump to conclusions too quickly because everyone does this no matter whether it's basically conscious act or not. But in relationships, there are times that we do more harm than is necessary, all because a lot of times we lack patience. Another tip I want to share is be yourself. Learning to be yourself. As we learn to be ourselves, we learn that we don't just try to be ourselves because there's no wrong way of doing things. But in a successful relationship, Sometimes we give off a fake persona 
that can tear people apart. And as we try to tear people apart, we need to learn that we shouldn't try to change the ones that we love. If you can't love sometimes a person for who they are, sometimes then we simply need to realize that sometimes it may be time to move on. Or trying to change someone sometimes will only clearly cause unhealthy and unnecessary tension. And the tension is something that we really don't need because that's one of the things that get us in trouble. Now, we're going to be, like I said, allowing callers to call in. So if you have any questions, you want to provide any feedback, please feel free to give us a call. And then I will be able to address some of the concerns that you may have. But until a caller calls in, we're going to talk about not only just being yourself, but realistic expectations. Another tip for a healthy relationship is having realistic expectations. What is realistic and what is unrealistic? Something realistic is something that, okay, I know this person is capable of doing. I know them, they know me, and I, my expectations are not too high. My standards are not too high. So therefore, it's kind of like what they call common sense. And we kind of learn that common sense is not always that common. However, but when things are realistic, it's things that can be expected. But sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of individuals. And as we have these unrealistic expectations, we not only set ourselves up for failure, but we can also set the other individual up for failure too. Because the individuals can become frustrated, we can become frustrated, and it can also give individuals a feeling of feeling inadequate when things are not done correctly. So an important tip to having a successful relationship or developing that successful relationship is to have someone that we know we can be ourselves, we can be realistic with them, the expectations are fair, and that they're capable of meeting our expectations. Let's talk about respect. Respect must be given in a relationship at all times. Sometimes we feel that respect or should be earned or why do I have to respect them? They don't respect me. In any type of relationship, no matter who you are interacting with, respect should be a given. Because one of the things we do in life is we teach people how to treat us. And we can teach an individual how to treat us just by respecting ourselves. And as we learn to respect ourselves, we learn to respect others. And it's, it's one of those things that is, is very interesting because it is a give and take. And with respect, it makes people feel good about themselves and make us feel bit better about, you know, treating other people's and things of that nature. Now, I just got a text indicating what is the phone number? The phone number to call in should be listed. If you are on the web, you could find the number. I know one of the numbers that I had listed here is the 888-346-9141. And if that is not the number to call, someone will be able to give you that information. However, again, 
tune in to call in if you would like to join me in regards to talking about some of your precious predicaments and some of the relationship challenges and issues and things of that nature that you're having. Give me a call at any time. Commitment. What is commitment? Is commitment something that we should play with or, you know, I'm in and I'm out, I'm committed and I'm not, I like you and I don't like you. What is that all about when we talk about commitment? Commitment can be one of the most important elements in any healthy relationship. How committed are you? How committed are you to this relationship? If you plan on having a long-term relationship, you need to make sure that you can commit 100% to yourself and also 100% to the other person. A lot of times when we talk about a commitment, we say, well, things should be 50-50. And I've challenged a lot of people with that 50-50. And one of the things is things shouldn't be 50-50. It should be 100-100. Because when you make it 100-100, then you know that you've given all that you can give and the other person is also giving you the same thing with by giving them 100% in regards to commitment. So we're still waiting to hear from callers. And as we continue, we're going to be taking a break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for the Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Precious Predicaments. To reach Jeanette Abney or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to jabneylmft at gmail.com. Now, back to Precious Predicaments. Hi, welcome back. Okay, 
I basically want to talk about, as we talked to today, is about developing healthy relationships. I gave you some tips on basically some of the things that we can use in regards to developing a relationship. And now we're talking about maintaining relationship. And as I'm indicated earlier, you can call in if you have any questions. If you want to share some of your precious predicaments or situations that you may be in regarding your relationships. I am a licensed therapist and I work with many individuals as it relates to relationship and relationship issues. Basically determining what is healthy, what is not healthy. Well, also today, I want to talk about some toxic relationships. And because these things are so dear to our heart, a lot of times we get stuck in situations where is my relationship healthy? Is my relationship unhealthy? You know, I gave you guys some tips earlier, talked about some things, and I want to speak a little bit on some things that I've learned. One of the things that I learned in regards to what constitutes a healthy relationship. And one of the things is a healthy relationship is where I can be me. You can be you and we can be us. Another thing is I can grow, you can grow, and we can grow. A lot of times in relationships, we feel stuck, we feel trapped, which kind of leads me to the next thing, which talks about our personal freedom. When we're trying to maintain a healthy relationship, it's very important to remember that when starting a relationship, it is not to completely stop your life. You know, a lot of times we get so bombarded with friends. And I remember my mother used to tell me, I can't afford friends. They cost too much. And with that, sometimes relationships can be very, very draining. And our life shouldn't stop because we should be sharing certain parts of our life with someone else and not cutting all other ties. When we get to the point to where we have to cut ties or the other person that we with are kind of like, don't give us the personal freedom that we deserve or that we need, that can be a problem. And we need to figure out if that is a problem in our relationship, what can we do? And how can we get help in regards to that, which is some things that I want to add on to developing healthy relationships and what these relationships look like. Then we go into passion. Do your relationship have passion? How do I keep that passion alive? One of the things with passion, we learn that the passion to, in order to keep it alive, it's about the little things that makes your friends smile, your kids smile, your boss smile, and even make you smile. We all know that sometimes relationship can have a cool off period after some time because we kind of get bored with one another. And we also learn that basically sometimes we have to reunite that fire that brought us together. It's like what made you guys want to be friends in the first place? Sometimes we have to set aside some time to give people your attention in order to enjoy one another company. We have to learn to do that because that is what keeps our friendship going. That is what keeps us in regards to being able to enjoy one another's company. Then forgiveness. What do we do when we're in a relationship with someone and we have to, or something comes up and we have to learn the art of forgiveness. The one thing with forgiveness is forgiveness is a key tip for a healthy relationship. We have to remember nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes and forgiveness is very crucial 
in order to proceed forward with any relationship, no matter what type of relationship you're in. While it's okay sometimes to be angry, to get upset with individuals, if, if we feel that someone or someone have betrayed us or done things to us within our relationship, we all have to learn how to forgive. Some people say, well, I can't forgive or I will never forget what they've done to me. No, you will never forget it. But if you don't forgive, forgiveness is setting you free. Forgiveness, we have people, especially when you talk about church hurt or, you know, my mother's done this to me or my husband has done things to me. We've all been betrayed by someone in some form or fashion. But the one thing about forgiveness is when you forgive, you set yourself free because it takes a whole lot of energy to hold a grudge. And when you forgive someone, you can feel so much better when you learn the art of forgiveness. Because just like developing healthy relationships takes skills and practice, learning the art of forgiveness also takes practice. Now, let's say, for an example, I'm in this relationship and um, seems like it's going pretty well. But I don't know if this relationship is healthy. I don't know if the relationship is toxic. I want to tell you some things about beliefs with healthy relationship. And these are some of the things that makes it healthy as we have these beliefs. In any healthy relationship, we seek understanding and solutions. We don't blame individuals for things that they've done. We don't use the shame game. We don't use the blame game. We learn to gain understanding. In a healthy relationship, there's always a close relationship where anything should be able to be talked about. And when we talk about anything should be able to talk about, there's no secrets. We don't have to hide behind who we are. We don't have to hide behind our professions. We can be ourselves. Because we could talk about anything that's bothering us and we can express our feelings with one another. In a healthy relationship, the best way to change is by changing our behavior. When we learn to change how we feel about ourselves, then working on ourselves is one of the things that makes us healthy. Because if we're healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically, we can also bring that light into our relationships with other one, other people because creating good relationships is a skill learned. Sometimes just like playing a sport. How do I get there? How do I maintain it? Another healthy relationship belief is sometimes when we talk about relationships, some individuals believe it's better to be alone than be in a bad relationship. Is there some truth to that? Who knows? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But the one thing I want to say is a good relationship requires effort and a good relationship can be worth it. It needs to be cultivated. And sometimes as we cultivate it, we learn to basically discover things about ourselves, and we learn a sense of acceptance. Now, I want to talk about unhealthy relationships. And again, feel free to call in at one 346 
9141. If you want to share any relationship tips, if you want to say or share some of the things that are working for you, that have worked in the past, that you would like to, you know, teach some of our listeners or educate our listeners about, call in. Now, unhealthy relationships. How did I get into this unhealthy relationship? And not only how did I get in, how am I supposed to get out? What is going on? Is the person that I'm with, is this a toxic relationship? Is it a dysfunctional relationship? How am I supposed to know friends in regards to that? Now, one of the things we talk about in regards to a dysfunctional relationship. Now, one of the callers, we have a caller that just emailed in. And he wanted basically to say that I have a question. And my question to you is, how can I work on not being selfish in my relationship? It should be 50-50. But is it not always that I expect more of my three-fourths of a pie? I know it's not right. What should I do? Okay. I want to say to Walter, if you give it 50%, what are you doing with the other 50%? Sometimes your partner may understand or see you hiding out, you holding off something because it should be a hundred, a hundred. When you give a hundred and they give you a hundred, then you know, okay, now we're all, we're both committed to this relationship. But if you're only given 50%, that's not showing a hundred percent commitment. So, I hope that that answered your question. The next one, a person says, I forgot to share with you sometimes, I feel like the animal on the hunting badger. Now, if you're in a relationship and you feel as if you're the one that's always hunting and not being hunted, sometimes you might want to tone it down a little bit. Because it could be that you're being very aggressive. Now, it's okay to let a person know that you're interested in them in this type of relationship. However, when you talk about an animal, what do animals do? How do animals respond? Animals relate and engage in relationships a lot differently than humans because animals learn how to get along with one another or Animals can either, one will dominate the other, depending on what type of animals, because sometimes you have a person or within the animal species, some are the hunt and some are the hunted. So when we're talking about in regards to that, what type of animal would you call yourself or do you classify yourself to be? Again, we're still waiting for callers. We're still accepting emails. You can email me at j. A-B-N-E-Y L-M-F-T at gmail.com or you can call Voice America at 1-888-346-9141 if you have any question. Okay, it looks like we have a caller. Samantha, what can I help you with? Samantha, I have a question. I come from a very large family. My husband comes from a very small family, only child to be exact. Um, we have a lot of events, gatherings, and I attend 
Sometimes he gets a little resentful because I go to all the events and I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it, it, it's appropriate to say he gets angry. I don't think he gets angry. But I know sometimes it's like, do we have to go to every event? And I come from that kind of family. I come from a very close-knit family. It just happens to be big, and so we always have things. What do you think that I can do um, to settle this? I don't, I don't want him to always feel resentful, and I don't want him to become resentful towards my family. Well, one of the things is people can become very frustrated when it's something that they don't understand and it's their beliefs. And if they're not used to engaging with their family members or attending certain events, they may not understand the importance of those events. So one of the things you could do is invite him and give him a choice. And when you give him a choice, then he's choosing whether he want to participate or not participate. And that's a lot of times what the person wants. Now, sometimes individuals may be antisocial. They may feel that they don't fit in or they may feel uncomfortable. So even if you give him that invite and if he chooses to go or attend, you want to make sure that you are interacting with him to lessen his anxiety around your family so that he'll feel more comfortable. Because a lot of times we'll say, well, I don't want to go here. I don't want to do that. And then when we get there, we have fun. Or when we get there, we start enjoying it ourselves. And, you know, probably something you might want to talk about. Find out from him why he don't want to go or why he don't want you to go. Is it that he's trying to isolate you? Is it that he wants to spend time with you? You want to make sure that you two are on the same page especially in your relationship because you don't want it to have a damper or be a problem within your relationship or your marriage. Any other questions? No, that was it. Thank you. You're welcome. Again, any other callers, emails, feel free to call at any time. If you have any questions regarding your precious predicament, Let's talk about, it's interesting how Samantha was saying that in regards to sometimes individuals don't know what can I do to make the other person that I'm in the relationship with feel comfortable. Like I said, a person's beliefs, a person's attitudes, and a person's perceptions. That's very important because we all come from different backgrounds. We all socialize differently. We all learn things differently. Now, as we talk about things of that nature, one of the things about our perception is our perceptions can change and our perceptions change based on what we experience. Now, it looks like we're going to be taking a break, but I see we have a caller, Walter from Los Angeles. Walter, can I help you? Yes, Jeanette, I have a question for you. Hi. Um, well, good, good, after, good afternoon. Um, Jeanette, I was married for 13 years, and, you know, the marriage went really bad in the end, and, you know, um, the relationship wasn't built on love. It was just it was built on our kids more than anything. And so I've been single for the past six years. 
I've met a young lady that I think is really, really, really awesome, and we're building so much together these past two years for his business and, and, and just a foundation. But in marriage has came up, not by her, but in conversation. I think I'm more scared than anything to just make that leap again in marriage. Um, what would you suggest to me? I would suggest that you first discuss your fears and okay. making sure that you've healed from the baggage of the 13 years and not bring that into your new relationship. Because, like I said, a relationship is supposed to be, can be healthy when you are healthy mentally, spiritually and physically. And one of the things I talked about earlier was forgiveness. And when you forgive yourself and you forgive even yourself in that relationship or your previous marriage of 13 years, you don't want to carry that into your new relationship with the other individual that you're with. And with marriage coming up, the topic coming up, a person as we age and we mature, we gain what's called emotional maturity. And as we mature emotionally, a lot of that stuff we leave behind us because we learn that it's not getting me anywhere. When you talk about your fears with the person that you're with now, that you're dating now, and you let her know these are some of the things. It's like I remember reading um, someone posted on Facebook and it said the reason why I talk about my ex is because I don't want my new person to do what the ex has done. So you share those things and then you'll get to the point to where you feel safe, you feel secure, you feel valued and you feel loved because you got to remember she is not your ex-wife. And once you learn to separate the two and you put that behind you, that will help you so that you will not miss out on an opportunity to see what real love and real true happy marriage could be. So don't limit yourself, Walter. Oh, I'm not. Well, thank you for that, because I really do love her a whole, whole lot um, and do want to spend the rest of my life with her. But it's just that marriage from the previous that I sometimes think about that I'm scared to deal with again. So, no, thank you so much. Like I said, address that fear. And as you address that fear, you learn to realize that you are past that. You cannot stay in the past. If you're too busy to stick, if you're stuck in the past, it will interfere with your present and your future. Okay, we're going to be taking a break. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? 
Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Precious Predicaments. To reach Jeanette Abney or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to jabneylmft at gmail.com. Now, back to Precious Predicaments. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome back. I want to thank the two callers that called in thus far, Samantha from Arizona and Walter from Los Angeles. Now, I want to give you some information in regards to toxic relationships and how to identify if I am in a toxic relationship. And if so, what can I do to get out of this relationship? Now, when we talk about toxic relationships, toxic relationships do not only have to be dating relationships. It can also be friendships that we're in. Sometimes we stuck in those relationships for reasons by saying, you know, I've been knowing a person all these years. That's just basically how. And with that being to justify certain behaviors. Now, in a toxic relationship, there are some things that occur. One of them is it seems like you just can't do anything right. And no matter what you do, the person is either critiquing you or, you know, they call it what's called constructive criticism. And sometimes that constructive criticism can be destructive, basically can beat you down, tear you up and things of that nature. So when you talk about do anything right, you know, is it that no matter the person that you're with is always right and you're always wrong? Should you hide the way that you feel? In those type of relationships, when a person feels that everything they do is wrong, it can have a lot to do or basically have a real big toll on their self-esteem, self-respect, and how they see and value themselves. So that's one way of knowing if you are in a toxic relationship is when a person constantly reminds you that you didn't do anything right. The next one is... Everything is always about them and never about you. Now, when you went out type of relationships, I had a person tell me one time during a, in a conversation that sometimes conversations seems to be one-sided. And in that one-sided conversation, it's always about them. Now, that within itself can become a problem because if the conversation or if everything is always about them, you have to remember you have feelings too. And the other person may not even want to hear how you feel. If you are unable to have a two-sided conversation where your opinion is heard, considered, and respected, and instead of acknowledging your feelings, the person will battle with you until they get the last word, that is a sign that you may be in a toxic relationship. 
another is you find yourself unable to enjoy good moments with that person. It's really sad when you are with someone and and in today's society, you know, we go to lunch, we go to the movies, people are on their Facebook, their tablets, their cell phones, things of that nature. And you are not connected with the person that you are supposed to be connected to. One of those, that is a very uncomfortable feeling when you cannot enjoy that moment or even be comfortable with that person. One of the things is every day should bring challenges, but sometimes it's tough when you find your person yourself with someone you don't even want to be with. You look at them and they be like, I don't like you. I don't like you either. It's one of those. I remember we used to watch this show back in the day. I think it was Living Colors. And they used to say, good morning, Mrs. Brooks. Good morning, Mr. Brooks. But one of the things was the two Brooks that just fought like cats and dogs. So if you find yourself unable to enjoy good moments with that person, you might want to look at that relationship again. And if you're uncomfortable being yourself around that person. If you feel that you cannot speak your mind, and I don't mean being disrespectful, or you have to put on a different face just to be accepted by that person, you will realize that you don't even recognize your own self anymore. And neither do your closest friends or family. And one of the things they'll tell you is, you know, I'm noticing that when you're around so-and-so, you change or you you put on or you talk different, you act different, you dress different. One of the things is you should always be able to be comfortable when you're around a person. Another way of knowing if you're in a toxic relationship is when you are not allowed the opportunity to grow and change. Whether you aim to grow to either improve yourself even if it's through educating yourself by going back to school or starting a new hobby or even getting another job or if you get a pay raise or whatever the case may be. If you find that the other persons respond to you either with mockery or disbelief and there is no encouragement or support for your efforts and they're constantly putting you down or you feel stuck in old judgment And they insist that either you'll never be anything or they get upset when you're trying to grow. That is a tail sign that you are in a toxic relationship. Now, when we're in those relationships, we don't have to stay. There's always options. But one of the things is finding a way out through counseling, through encouraging ourselves, through basically learning ways of loving ourselves we will find that we do not have to be stuck in relationships that we choose not to be in or that we no longer want to be in. There are solutions. There is help out there. But we first have to help ourselves because we have to remember, we cannot change another person. We can only change ourselves. And as we change, either they will change too Or maybe sometimes they may walk out of the relationship to where we don't have to do anything. They'll just leave. But we got to remember, relationships are important. But we got to remember our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with our higher power. And as we respect ourselves, other individuals will learn to also respect us. Again, if you want to call in 
and share your precious predicament, you can call 1-888-346-9141 to speak with Jeanette Abney, or you can email me at jabneylmft at gmail.com. I will be awaiting your calls or your emails. If you have any input, if you want to tell me some of the things that are working, some of the things that are not working, I would like to hear from individuals that have maintained friendships for a number of years or been in relationships or marriages for a very long time. I would like to hear from some of the callers to find out some of the things that are working, some of the things that may have not worked, how you may have had to gain the strength and the courage to either walk out of someone's life or someone have walked out of your life. Because the one thing is rejection is not always a bad thing. Sometimes when a person rejects you, it could be for your own good. Because sometimes when you don't want to get out of a relationship, sometimes our higher power, our God have a way of removing people out of our lives that mean us no good, that is not healthy for us. My mother used to say when I was a kid growing up, if you want to break somebody up or you want to keep them, first of all, if you want to keep them together, try breaking them up. Because the more you try to break them up, the more you're going to keep them together. And she'll say, keep living. Because as you keep living, you'll learn. Everybody's not your friend. And as you learn these things, it helps you to gain a sense of the people that you want in your life. A lot of times we talk about, well, I love that person. I don't want to be alone. I need friends in my life. I want to have this interaction with people. I tell people all the time, I'm the cheapest date that I, I know. Because when I go out, I get, I get along with Jeanette just fine. But do you get along with yourself? Are you comfortable in your skin? If you're not, even with the relationship that you have with yourself, let's try to get some help. Let's talk to somebody. Again, you can call one 346 9141 I'm quite sure there's some people out there that without amongst our listeners who can give us some insight to help us learn how can we maintain a healthy relationship in regards to giving us or giving listeners some tips of some of the things that have worked and some of the things that have not worked. And until we get those, I want to share, there are workshops that are available. And workshops, a lot of providers, either at J.A. Precious, the Center for the Treatment of Addiction, and there's also um, New Beginning, New Hopes, where one can go and attend workshops, which is called Building Better Relationships. In some of these workshops, and a lot of individuals may not know, but you can learn skills of building better relationships by either managing stress, resolving differences, listening to one another, Learning about trust. How can I trust again? In my past relationship, I my trust was broken or they broke my trust. Learning how to respect one another. Learning about teamwork, compromise, and support. And that's just to name a few of some topics that some individuals offer. Or where you live, you can either call 211, you can go online, or you can engage in couples counseling, families counseling. Because if the relationship that you're in is not beneficial to you, or if you appear to be the smartest person amongst all of your friends, 
That means you may need some new friends. That means that you may need to work on you. So again, let's try to build better relationships, develop healthy relationships, decide whether we're going to maintain our relationships or stay in our relationship. Because I want to give you some things or give you some insight of some things that happens. One thing we want to stay away from is resentment. A lot of times when we stay in relationships that are unhealthy, we start to resent the other person. And that resentment can be real deep to where we become angry, we become frustrated. The resentment can then lead to strife. And that strife is something that can make or break a company. It can ruin a family. It can ruin a person's spirit. So if you are feeling that strife, that anger, that frustration in your relationship, please talk to someone. Seek help. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of help available. So one of the things, like I said, relationships are important, but we only get out sometimes what we put in. And we want to make sure that we're striving to not only improve the relationship within ourselves, but also we're striving towards bettering ourselves as we better our relationships with other people. So if you have any questions, we're going to be closing pretty soon. And again, you can call 1-888-346-9141. And we have just a few minutes left on the air. And then we can talk about relationships. I'm still waiting to hear from the callers. As we talk about these different things, because it's like the old saying, go, if you keep it to yourself, it's not going to help you. You want to try to open up, expand, expand yourself and share some of your ideas in regards to what has worked, what has not worked as we learn about relationships. And I want to say until we meet next week and we'll be talking about other things. And I want you to explore with yourself to give you as the listeners something to think about. Am I okay with where I am? Do I want to stay or do I want to grow? It's all up to you. We all have choices. We all have options. But we need to think about, is my relationship healthy, unhealthy, and what can I do about it? Until then, I enjoyed talking to you today. And thanks for listening to Jeanette Abney here at Precious Predicaments. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Precious Predicaments with Jeanette Abney. Please join us again for another program next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have an easy and relaxing week. You've got this.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.